Hey, welcome to Chaos in the Attic. I'm your host, Noor. I'm here to share all things that go on in my head, from thoughts to my opinions on things that I feel should be talked about and things that are just not addressed at all. I know we all have thoughts that we feel are not discussed, and I'm here to hopefully express some of those thoughts that you're having. Thanks for tuning in, and now let's get chaotic. Hello and welcome back to Chaos in the Attic. I hope you all had a good week and you enjoyed my last episode. I want to acknowledge the fact that I kept saying, but anyways. <laughs> Honestly, um, it happens a lot. I When I start to get nervous about something I'm talking about or if I'm feeling worried about a situation, any type of like nervousness, anxiety... I start to use, um, I start to repeat words a lot, like saying but always and saying things just like whatever, I don't know, and these type of like words opening up already to some hidden facts about me, but that's what I tend to do when I get nervous, and I was really nervous about last week's topic because I was generally afraid that it would be taken out of wrong context and I tend to sometimes struggle to formulate my my thoughts in a I don't want to say in a meaningful way but in a understandable and comprehensible way and it takes me some time after saying something or after like having a conversation with someone or any type of situation where I've kind of expressed something I'm feeling, it takes me like, maybe it takes an hour, maybe it takes a couple of days, I don't know, but I always need time to like actually sit down and process what I just said, and then I can come back to it and formulate it in a better way, and it's something that is really important for me to do, because I think that a lot of things that I say sometimes are taken out of wrong context. And I realize this even in terms of relationships, in terms of like when I'm talking to someone one-on-one, that they sometimes tend to take things that I say out of context. And then I feel the need to go back and formulate what I said in a better way. So on that note, I just wanted to say that what I was basically trying to say in the last episode, because I do believe that there might have been a better way to say it, is what I was trying to say with perfect, that that we are all perfect and saying I am perfect, is the fact that if if no one is perfect, we always say no one is perfect, if saying no one is perfect is so common, then what is perfect in that sense? What is perfect? What does perfect mean? And not knowing what this perfect is, you will constantly be striving to reach this, I guess, this unideal word because you don't really know what it is and you're trying to find something to associate what that word is. Um... And without realizing that the perfect that is in perfect is within you. You are the perfect. And then saying no one is perfect. I mean, I say, and I use that term and that phrase all the time. I'm not going to say and lie that I don't use that phrase. But when I say what I mean by it, it simply is that no one is like anyone else. We are all so individually unique and no one is perfect in that type of way that we all have our own perfect. But that's all I'm going to say because I just felt the need to um, elaborate a little bit on the last episode and to explain it in a better way. But yeah, I hope that just kind of summed up anything I was saying in the last episode in the previous episode, if you listened to it, if you didn't, and made it make a little bit more sense to you um, 
yeah, I hope you all had a good week and that you took care with all the chaos that's going on within the world and specifically the U.S. It's just really crazy because I've been really hesitant to do a lot of things because of everything that's going on. It just makes me feel selfish, like I'm not um, paying attention to the world if I'm doing something individually. And I always have that sense of guilt when it comes to doing anything. I mean, when the pandemic first hit, um, it made me like really stop and just not want to do anything because it just, yeah, it made me feel extremely guilty. Like if I wasn't, if I wasn't paying attention to the news, if I wasn't doing something, I don't know what that something would be. Um, it just made me feel really guilty. And I'm trying to really hard to shift that mindset because yes, things are going on in the world. Things are always going on. And unfortunately, we cannot as individuals take care of every single thing as much as I would love to. I would love to heal every single individual on this earth. And I would love to do everything in my power to contribute to every single cause and everything in life. But that's just unrealistic. And I know that. So I'm just trying really hard to just allow myself to do what I need to do and not get caught up in things that are out of my control. And the reason why I'm saying this is just for anyone else who feels this way, because I know that many people do struggle to move on and carry on in life when so many things are going on in the world or with someone they know even on a more personal basis they just feel selfish if they do anything because of it but that's just what's been going on this week and um this episode is going to be i guess a little different um i feel like i keep saying that but i've just i i feel like i've been scared to do this and i'm trying to um shift away from all my fears is bringing in like the fun aspects into the episodes. I I said that I would love to make a full fun episode and just like talk about random shit and just yeah. Um but I feel like incorporating it with something more specific that I want to talk about is also cool and important to do because I have like two types of things that I can get into. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about if you listened to the last episode, then you know that this is something I was originally supposed to release last week, but I didn't. Um, so I'm going to talk about a little bit, a little bit about that today. <laughs> and then I'm going to go into what this episode is really about and why you're probably really here, which is how to get yourself to do anything. Okay. Um, so... I really love nostalgic things. Like, I watch old shows. I love that Disney Plus is showing up, showing all of, like, the old childhood TV shows and movies. And I just love watching anything classic. It just warms my heart and it fills me up in so many ways. And that's all I can say about that. And every... So every t- I, every time I finish a TV show, I'll start a new one. And what I've recently been doing is watching a lot of like just childhood TV shows that I just love. Like even Steven and um, I'm trying to think, Doug and at Recess and all I can't even think. Kim Possible and yeah, so on and so on. And what I recently started is The Proud Family. One thing I will say about watching old TV shows is every time I start, I start and get ready like to watch something that I haven't watched in since I was like probably five, seven, my God knows how old I was. I always assume that I'm going to forget everything and it's going to feel like I'm watching the whole show from like as a with new, with new set of eyes. 
But I always remember every single thing that happens in every episode. And I just don't understand how that happens. I think it's so crazy. I mean, I know I have good memory, knock on wood. But I mean, I have better long-term memory. But it's just so wild and crazy to me that I can remember details of episodes in that type of way. So watching The Proud Family, firstly, it's such a good show. And highly recommend it if you haven't watched it or if you just like watching cartoons go ahead watch the proud family but when i was watching it something felt so familiar like so beyond familiar and not in the way that like oh yeah i've seen this before blah 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 but it just felt like i've seen this recently like this is so similar to something and then it occurred to me it's literally blackish by what's his name kenya barris it is the cartoon animated version of blackish and i searched this online if there's any correlation if there's any relation any connection anything that ties the two together and there was absolutely nothing no information on this and i just don't understand how that's even possible like i'm gonna get into the details of how similar these two shows are but if you if once i get into it you're gonna realize like you're gonna be shocked too because it literally makes no sense that first of all no one searched it there is no like me trying to find this online was almost like it's impossible like there's literally no one like even questioning this and i don't understand how that how that how no one can question it and i tried to find pictures of the directors together and the creators of their shows blackish and the proud family i don't even know if they're i'm sure that they contacted each other at one point in life but it's like there's no picture of them together there's no friendship that i can see that's obvious there is nothing and I don't understand. So, the proud family. It's a family. You got the mom, you got the dad, you got Penny, the girl, the daughter, you got the twins, and then you have the grandma. Blackish, you have the mom, you have the dad, you have the daughter, you have the twins, and then you have a brother, and you also have the grandma. Yes, you have a grandpa, but I'm going to exclude him for now for this reason. So in the Proud family, you have the mom who is, what's her name again? Trudy, who is a veterinarian. I don't know how to pronounce the word, but a pet doctor, a doctor for animals. And then in Blackish, you have Rainbow, who's a doctor. I don't know exactly what type of doctor she is, but she's a doctor. And then you have, what's his name? Um, Andre in Blackish, who's working as some type of, I, I really get confused with the job. I think he's like something for, what do you call it? Um, I want to say entertainment, but advertisement, advertisement. He works in advertisement. And then in the Proud family, you have the dad who works kind of in advertisement. He makes, he sells uh, chips, but it's always through advertisement, like him trying to um, advertise it in a certain way and trying to collaborate with different people to advertise it. So he's technically in advertisement and he cheats people a lot because his chips are apparently taste really bad and then you have penny the daughter in the proud family who's very spoiled and daddy's little girl and is like typical teenager stuff and then you have zoe in blackish who's the same type of character spoiled daddy's little girl and typical teenager and then you also have the brother um in blackish but we're just gonna ignore him because honestly his character seems a little bit irrelevant even now (laughs) like I, i feel so bad saying that but i feel like they just like use him as 
I don't know, like when there, when there needs to be more added to the story. And then you have the twins in Blackish, um, Jack and Diane. And then you have the twins in the Proud family, Cece and Bibi, boy and girl, boy, and girl. And in both cases, the twins are like the misbehaved ones, the naughty ones, the ones that like do all of this naughty stuff. I don't know, <laughs> misbehave. And then you have the grandma in both scenarios. The only difference really with their characters is that the grandma in Blackish hates Rainbow, the mom, and then and loves her son. But and then in the Proud family, the grandma loves the mom but does not like her son and they and both of their grandmas are living in their households so you can pretty much see how similar all of this stuff is and and it's even like through the storytelling the way that the story is told and the way that um like the political and the topics that they talk about and like even the social topics that they bring up and the way the episodes are conducted are so the same and it's always revolving around some type of major I mean all shows kind of revolve around this but not in the sense of like very political or social like a major social topic I don't know if like like if that makes sense um kind of like um like for example, if they're talking, they'll talk about a lot of um, historical events and bring up situations with friends that are more than just like, oh my god, she took my my boyfriend, or she's or she's not my friend anymore because I wore her shirt. It's like more like about um, like sexism and race and all of that stuff and yeah so I don't know the shows are just really similar and I know that this is probably it's like I was just the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because it's just so crazy to me how similar the shows are and how no one has associated them together and how no one has searched it because this is what I'm talking about when I when I said chaos in the attic when I wanted to make this podcast it's for things like this that i'm just so freaking confused about because i'm like how has no one searched this how is this not a bigger thing like it just does not make sense to me but yeah that's all i wanted to say about that and i i spoke about other tv shows in the episode i was supposed to release and other movies and stuff but i'm just not gonna bother with that i just wanted to keep this brief and simple if anyone else feels the same way about this about the proud family and blackish or knows anything any more information please let me know because i'm generally curious to know like i i feel like yeah anyways um i'm gonna get into (laughs) why you're probably tuning into this episode and and it's something that has really worked for me in different times of my life, in different states of mind, and in different... And it really depends on your personality. So I'm going to list things off. like in There's like six different things, but I'm not doing it in any specific order. Just know that. I'm doing it out of just listing them. <laughs> and I want you to consider you know yourself best, so you know what's going to work for you best. And... Also, some of these things, your personality might suit one of them more, but you might not be in the state of mind for it, so you might want to try one of the other things. And now, the things that you can trick your yourself into doing is can be for either trick yourself into doing something good or trick yourself into getting rid of something bad. So it can work either way. And I will give examples in different scenarios. But let's just get into it. So how to trick yourself into doing anything. 
The first one that I'm going to say is probably more for people who are very motivated, who are just very goal driven and just like ready to do whatever. It might seem simple, like, okay, they're motivated, so they do it. But if you're a motivated person and you're not doing what you want to do or you're not getting yourself to stop doing something that you don't want to do anymore, you're motivated. The simplest thing is, it's just really simple. And this is why I started with this one, I guess, is to just tell yourself you will do it. It can be as simple as that. If you already are in a motivated mindset, just saying I will do it might be the, the, the only thing you need to do. If that doesn't work, then write down what you want to do or what you don't want to do anymore. Write it down. And having it written might help you better achieve it and better, like, set it better in your mind and having it then, then just saying it to yourself. And when you're writing it down, something that's really important to do is writing your intention for why you want to do this thing or why you don't want to do this thing anymore. And it's going to be your why. Having a why is so important to do anything. If you don't have a reason for why you're trying to do something, then you're most likely not going to do it. And this is the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I'm sure that we're everyone's like starting to get into their New Year's resolutions and it's going to go well in the beginning because you're motivated. It's the beginning of the year. But then when you start to slow down or when you start to, I guess, stop caring or you start to lose that motivation or that will or whatever you want to call it. The thing that's going to keep you going is your why. And you really want to get into your intention. Writing down, I am doing this to feel good. So why do you want to feel good? How is feeling good going to help you? How is it going to help you do other things? And writing down every specific detail of your why. So when you are just sitting down and you're like, ugh, um... I said I wanted to journal today or I wanted to meditate today, whatever the thing is. But I know that I said I want to do it, but I'm just not really feeling it. You remember your why and you say, oh yeah, I said I wanted to meditate because I know it's going to relax me and put me in a better headspace and make me feel good. So that can be enough for some people to get up and do it. And then same goes if you don't want to do something anymore, whether it's getting rid of a bad habit or just something that you feel like is not serving you in any type of way. Why don't you want to do that thing anymore? Um, what, it, what, kind, what is it causing you? What is it bringing up for you when you do this thing? How is it making you feel? And then also writing those specifics down. So and then when you feel the need to do that thing, whatever it is, you're going to be like, oh yeah, I don't like how that makes me feel and I don't want to do that anymore. Okay, so that is more for motivated people. Now for people who are more goal-oriented, so this can tie into being motivated, but who are goal-oriented people, and I want to say who are very compulsive and routined and very scheduled, this will make it Um, a little bit easier to trick yourself into doing something. So first of all, always having a why in any of these situations is always a good thing to have. But more specifically for goal-oriented, scheduled routine people, make it a part of your to-do list. So these people usually already have to-do lists of things they want to get done throughout the day. Having it a part of your to-do list even if you have to write it out every single day whether I want to clean my bedroom okay like that's obviously no one's gonna want to do that every single day but whether it's meditate every day for two minutes I'm gonna keep using meditation because it's really simple 
meditate every day for two minutes. So every day you write it, two minute meditation, two minute meditation, two minute meditation. You're going to feel the need to tick that off of your to-do list. And same goes if you're trying to release something, something that no longer serves you. Write it. Don't do blah, blah, blah. And then you can tick it off at the end of the day. I didn't do it. Yay, tick it off. (laughs) And then set it also so there's that part to it. And then you can also set a date or time, depending on what this thing is, of either when you want to do it or when you want to accomplish it by or... It can be anything like, for example, if you're working on a project, I want to accomplish this project by so-and-so date. So every week I need to work on it two times a week and you put it into your calendar. So basically working around a calendar or a clock can be really useful. And setting, like having it, like a set time every day for example if it is meditation that you're doing that you want to incorporate more of every day at 5 p.m i'm going to meditate for for two minutes so you always have that to remind you when you see the clock 5 p.m okay i'm gonna meditate for two minutes right now um and then also for these people making a plan having a plan of how you're going to conduct this thing or how you're going to start to get rid of this thing. And really going into detail again with the plan. With anything that you're trying to do, having more detail, being more specific about it is really helpful and motivating. Okay, so now we're done with the goal-oriented people. Um, for people who are just need a constant reminder of something so this is the third thing so people who need constant reminders like you might be someone who you are willing to do whatever it is or you're motivated and you're you don't care like you don't have any issue of doing the thing but you just always forget you always need a reminder you need something so in that case having a notification on your phone on your laptop, whatever device you use can be really helpful. I'm sure that there's so many notification apps um, that you can use. I mean, there's even like on on your phone, if you have an, an, an Apple phone, an iPhone, you can put notifications on it. I personally don't like the notifications app on the iPhone. I think it's like really bad. But yeah, if you're into it, use it. Um, you can set alarms, set timers of things you want to get done throughout the day. And when you set an alarm on your on your iPhone, which is really great, is that you can put a little note with it. So it can be like, get up and dance <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, or it might be constant reminders throughout the day of don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. And I don't like to be negative with things. So it might be um, taking whatever that thing is that you're trying to release and turning it into a more positive statement. I can't think of one thing right now, but if I do, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Um, And then if you don't like having the, the notifications on a device, maybe stick some nice um post-its around your house around your apartment around your workspace of things you want to do things you want to get done whether it's i want to drink more water throughout the day so sticking it around places that you probably will find yourself sitting maybe on the side of the tv or next to your water bottle next to your (laughs) fridge next to your bed like anywhere that you'll find yourself being um yeah and then the next one is for people who want to change who want to do this thing but are but are really stuck in their comfort zone and they don't know how to get themselves to do something because they just rather just be in that comfort that they're sitting in firstly i will say 
But if you're trying hard to do something and you're trying to trick yourself into getting yourself into doing something or trick yourself into getting yourself to stop doing something, you're tricking yourself right now by saying you're in your comfort zone. Because if you're trying to do something else or if you're trying to release something, you're not in that comfort zone because you're constantly thinking about it. So, with people like that, to me, I say taking baby steps. And this is truly probably the one I fall into the most. And it's, and it's probably the most, I guess, common one where a lot of people feel that they're in their comfort zone, but they're really not in their comfort zone. Um, it's taking baby steps. And your baby steps can be little baby tiptoes, like just a step a step at a time. And it can start that way. And that is 100% okay. If it's like not, for example, let's go back to the meditation. Maybe it's, I'm going to sit down and meditate for three seconds. And I'm going to do that once a week. And then you do that for that one time in that week. And then you suddenly, in that three seconds that you sat to meditate, you're going to be like, oh, that actually felt good. And then maybe I want to do a little bit tomorrow. So and then you do a little bit tomorrow. And then never underestimate the power of baby steps. I truly believe that baby steps are like very foolproof and can really help you move forward without you even realizing it. And I know that a lot of people try to push people forward who are taking baby steps and I just say that if you are in that state of you are someone who is taking baby steps just take your time because you I know that you're probably very stuck in that comfort in that I don't want to say like quote like that fake comfort zone that you believe you're in and yeah, so just taking baby steps and then tracking that progress that you're making with these baby steps. And tracking the progress that you're making with these baby steps will be what can encourage you to take bigger and bigger and bigger steps until you eventually are more determined and more ready to just go full on in or just without even realizing that you're already where you needed to be or where you wanted to be. And then, yeah, so that is my number four for people who are really stuck in that comfort zone. The fifth one for me would be um, having an accountability partner. And this might be really useful to a lot of people. Some people, not so much. It just depends on, like I said, with all of these, depends on your personality and your state of mind. But having someone to hold you accountable for doing the thing that you need to do or not doing the thing you need to do if that person is constantly doesn't necessarily need to constantly be asking you but like maybe giving you a little nudge or asking or checking in like oh have you been drinking enough water today have you um done your daily meditation have you done so and so um whatever the bad thing is or the negative thing that you want to release have you done that today or how can I help you to not do that thing today or not um, do that thing this week or this month or whatever that thing is um, and just holding you accountable in that way. And with an accountability partner, it's very, 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 very important that you feel very um, emotionally comfortable with this person because when you're trying to do anything, absolutely anything. It can be work-related, socially-related, I don't know, whatever the thing is. It usually, if you're struggling with it, it's usually coming out from an emotional place, which is why you're struggling to do the thing or struggling to not do the thing. So it is important for you to be emotionally comfortable with the person that is going to be holding you accountable, someone that you can really trust and rely on because if you're also if they're going to be helping holding you accountable then you want to be able to trust them obviously and you want to be able to rely on them that they will ask and they will check in and then 
what's also nice about having an accountability partner, it might be something that you both do together. Like if it's like water, drinking more water. This is actually a fun fact. This is something I did in high school. Um, we had, me and a couple of friends had a group chat and we would constantly ask each other, Have you, did you drink enough water today? Go drink a cup of water. Did you, like, it would just be like these small things. Um, and, like, we just check in on each other. And it was really cute and nice. And it was just, like, a nice way for us all to get in touch. And it just brings you closer. So, yeah, it might be something that you and the accountability, your accountability partner or just your partner then, you both hold each other accountable for. Um, and then the last one. This is something I learned from a therapist and honestly, I said that, the, I think it was the third, no, I think I said it was the fourth one that I most can, I mostly do, which is the com- fall into the comfort zone. But I think the last one is probably the one I use the most and the one I, I can swear by. And it really, really does work, um, which is basically what my therapist once told me was, just do what you need to do. And if you don't like it, you can always go back to your old ways. And it's so true. No one is forcing you to do to go meditate. No one is forcing you to drink water. No one is forcing you to do anything. It's literally your choice. At the end of the day, if it comes down to, if it's your, I don't know who's listening to this, but if your parents are forcing you to do something, if your boss at work is forcing you to do something, whoever is forcing you to do anything, it really comes down to you. Do you want to do the thing? <laughs> it's, and if you, and that it's just as simple as that. So for example, you want to go, um walking every day okay but you just can't get yourself to do it because whatever reason say okay I'm gonna do it tomorrow I'm gonna go on a walk and then whatever the next day I'll go back to my old ways you're most likely gonna go on that walk feel great and then the next day you're gonna want to try that again and every day you keep using that same thing you use that same mindset it's like it's it sounds really bad like if you if when I think about it like oh go back to your old ways after you're done doing this one thing but once you start doing it and you telling yourself saying it to yourself every single day and then realizing that the thing that you wanted to do is actually making you feel better and feeling better feel better you're just gonna keep on going and you're gonna keep saying it and it's gonna be in the back of your head no one is stopping you from going back to your old ways just like no one is stopping you and holding you back from doing the thing Does that make sense? (laughs) I hope it made sense. And that is what I would say for a lot of people who are just very, very, very attached to their way of doing things right now. Just tell yourself that, oh, I can do this. I can just have one day of just doing whatever I want. And then the next day, I'll just go back to this way of doing things. And... Yeah, so just if you're really stuck in your ways of doing things. So let me just go through the list again. Number one is for motivated people. Just telling yourself you will do it. And writing down your intentions. Number two, for goal-oriented and scheduled and routine people. Is making it a plan. Making it a part of your to-do list. Setting dates and times. The third one. For people who just need a good reminder, having notifications on your devices and putting post-its all around your workspace and your environment and places that you can really see. The fourth one was for people who are really stuck in the comfort zone, taking baby steps. Fifth, having an accountability partner. And then sixth, no one is telling you you cannot go back to your old ways. As simple as that. I hope those kind of um, helped out in some way. This really depends on your own personality. You'll know where you fall under, which category and which you can try. And 
what also what state of mind you're in because I use all of these things just depending on where I am at the moment and also depending on even like the thing that I want to get myself to do whether it's writing more um I might use reminders and notifications for that or I might set plan I might make a plan um for that and you can even like mix and match different things and you can use them all if you want to put it all down if you really want to get something done and just yeah make it just yeah I think that these are really to be honest like they really have helped me and they really helped me trick myself into getting myself into doing anything so I'm sure it will help you and I if you if you do any of these things let me know or if you have any other ways to trick yourself into doing something then let me know when I say and also when I'm saying trick yourself it's because it really is kind of like tricking yourself into doing something because you're playing your own mind game into getting yourself into doing something because of your own because you know your own self in a way um yeah I just I feel like I feel like yeah they're fun go try go try it out and let me know how you feel if you if you've used any of these methods and if you have any other methods to use and now finally to end this episode with a dream and this dream is what I had last night and I'm actually so grateful that I had this dream last night because my dreams this week would have been very horrific I mean I had like nightmares all week and I've been having nightmares since the beginning of like I want to say since the beginning of the year and in my head the beginning of the year was I guess when um the whole solar eclipse happened that was really and the winter solstice happened that was my beginning of the year um so I was really happy because I feel like I'm coming out of that that I feel like that I don't know negative headspace negative energy zone or just I would call it more of like a nightmare zone because it's just like a lot of anxiety. It's just like an anxiety zone that I've been in. And I've been feeling really great and really just nourished and abundant and radiant and just alive in the past two to three days. And I really just don't want to jinx it, so I'm really happy about it. But let me share my dream with you. So my dream... (laughs) started off it was like mainly a sunset boulevard dream if you're in LA then you'll know where that area is but it's basically a little like it's like a little strip that has like all these like cute little cafes and boutique shops and it's just like a really small area so it was all on sunset boulevard and the beginning of the dream started off with me and my family. We're all in a, like a van or some type of car and we're driving around. And then this man comes running out and he's like shouting and screaming, I got the part, I got the part. And he's like just yelling and like dancing all over the streets and everyone's looking at him and laughing and taking pictures. And I was getting really upset and it was really obvious what had happened. He like ran out of like a, a filming studio or something. He like got like this major role of in a film and I don't know who this man was like I don't know where I've seen him or who he is he's like just a random stranger and I was getting really mad that everyone was like laughing at him I was like this guy is celebrating something that majorly happened in his life I was like watch he's gonna become the next Jim Carrey he's gonna become so famous and all of these people are gonna regret laughing and all of that because he is amazing like look at him celebrate himself and I was just like so taken away by how happy this guy was and how he was like shouting at the top of his lungs so happy and like dancing and singing around and then that part of the dream ended and then I was in my apartment and my apartment my apartment building has no concierge has no doormat or anything like that but then in my dream it did and um it was it was reminded me a lot of like my old apartment building which was when I was younger in Boston um and when I walked down there the concierge guy was waiting and he kept telling me oh your your friend isn't here to pick you up yet and apparently I was getting picked up by my friend who was supposed to 
um, take me Christmas shopping. And in my dream, I knew that Christmas ended. So I was, I was like a little confused by it. And I was just like, oh, it's okay. I'll take an Uber. So I go stand outside, um, like on the street to call my Uber. And it's so weird that actually thinking of this dream is weird because all my dreams this year have been very COVID related. Like everyone is wearing a mask, but this dream, no one was wearing a mask. So let's just say we're looking at a good future, everyone. <laughs> um, no, one, yeah. So we were all, it was just like very normal. No one's wearing a mask or anything like that. And my when I'm calling my Uber, my friend suddenly pulls up. And let me tell you, like this whole time, I don't even know who my friend is that's picking me up. Like in my head, in my dream, in my head, I didn't know who was going to pick me up. So he pulls up and I immediately know, okay, that's him. He's picking me up. And he was like, I'm sorry, I'm late. And I'm like, oh, no, no, like, it's fine. I was calling an Uber. You're good. Like, you don't have to take me. He's like, no, 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 I promise I need to take you. And I was like, okay. Um, and then he's like, I'm just dropping off my mom. His mom comes out of the car and she's like drunk. And then his mom was not actually his mom, but my dentist. <laughs> she was like drunk and like laughing and like hugging and telling me, I miss you. I miss you. Um, have fun. Go out and buy all the things you need to buy. Let me come with you and I'll bake for you. And she's like throwing herself like, all over me and like laughing and like giggling and I was like are you sure it's okay to leave your mom like this he was like yeah yeah it's fine so I get in the car and this whole time I haven't seen him his face yet like I'm just like having this conversation with the voice basically and when I get in the car it turns out to be and this is like so beyond crazy because I don't know like what brought this to mind but it was my childhood crush will if you if you remember me or if if anyone knows will i don't know his last name will that guy and he was like older and i haven't seen him since whatever age we were like three four or five and he was in he was driving me and he was like his like older self and we were going through the hills like to go up to to the mall or whatever shop we were going to and when we get to the shop i mean on the way to the shop there was like oh my god it was the creepiest thing ever it was a buddha slash nun statue and it was like all brick red and when i passed it like the palms of the of the statue were like at heart center and and he she whatever this buddha nun thing was was like bowing its head forward so when i passed it i did that to it like I put my hands on heart center and I like I said namaste and I like bowed down and then while I was doing it like the head of the statue like turned and like gave me the creepiest smile and it was just so creepy and I was like oh my god did you see that the statue moved and I don't know just no one made a big deal about it and then we get to the to the shop and this part of my dream made sense because yesterday someone brought up um what's it called the nightmare before christmas so the whole shop was decorated with you know jack's dog i think his name is zero all of his like his stuff okay at this point no one is even caring about this dream but i'm just gonna continue talking about it it was all decorated with like his like merchandise of him and I was like oh my god this is so weird like why is it all zero like this is so creepy and then he was like why you didn't see the Christmas movie last night I was like what he's like zero died I was like zero's already dead and he was like no he vanished like he like and it was like such a like a big thing like as if it was like a real story and be like he's like no he vanished like his he's out of this world now like his his segments his cells are like disintegrated into the world like no one can see him anymore and i was like oh my god how did that happen and then i'm suddenly on a movie set and it's like explaining how this whole thing happened and i'm not gonna get into that because this dream is already getting way too long <laughs> and yeah that's the end of that dream but just want to say thank you all for those of you who are tuning into each episode each week, I really appreciate it. 
And I just really want to bring in good content for you all the time. And I really want to make sure that you're always satisfied with the episodes and you're entertained by the episodes and you're getting some type of benefit, whether it's from entertainment, from my random rambling, or if it's just information from the other things, the insights that I share. I just hope that you're getting something out of the episodes and I will keep saying this, um, if you have a specific thing that you want me to talk about or something you want me to bring up or if you're curious about anything, let me know because I would love to listen to your own comments or your own things that you want me to talk about and talk about them. And I just hope that you're all feeling especially after this week, that you're feeling really good about where you are right now because you're always exactly where you're meant to be and you're always doing exactly what you're meant to be doing at every state and every moment in time. So just try to keep um, a, a positive mindset. I know it's hard at times, but trying to find the positive in everything because literally everything does happen for a reason and although we might not see it in the moment it does um and it might take some time for you to realize it so just be present with yourself and be and be um what's the word be compassionate with yourself in the time at whatever time and whatever moment and just continue to give love to yourself and give love to others because that's all this world needs is love and love and love and i would really really appreciate it if you could subscribe to this podcast if you like it i'm not gonna force you to do anything and if you liked something i said to review it and yeah it really would help me in terms of growing this channel and growing this podcast and if you could even take a screenshot and post it on your story that would be great and sending me private dms if that's something you want to do and let me know how you feel about the podcast so far i would really appreciate it and that's where i'm gonna end and i'm just wishing you all a beautiful another week of life that is prosperous and radiant and abundant and fulfilling in every way and yeah thank you so much for tuning in and i hope to have you back on in my next episode bye